Hey! Hi. Hey, everyone. We're recording a podcast. Welcome to the Legion of Red Up, everybody! This is gonna be one of our special visitor episodes of the Legion of Ren Up. Uh, in this week's episode, we have some special guests, and uh, the boys who don't need any introductions, so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Hi, <laughs> I'm Kyle Schwaba from the Good Comedy Boys Podcast. I'm Matt Walker from the Good Comedy Boys Podcast. And we're... yeah. <laughs> And that's the good comedy boys. We got, we got, we got exactly two of them. Two of the nine, I think we have uh, for this uh, immense podcasting crossover. <laughs> They're less a podcast, more of a street gang. <laughs> <laughs> Braver than even the Scooby Doo Wacky Races crossover. <laughs> We've been going back and forth with the comedy boys for a while now, so it's good to have them on the show. Yeah. What about the Scooby Doo Supernatural right, crossover? Or do we not want to talk about that? Okay, there's nothing <laughs> braver than that. <laughs> All right. So, if you have never listened to the podcast before, here's everything you need to know uh, about two and a half years ago. Me and my friends sat down to record a podcast in the magical land of near Chicago, uh, <laughs> and uh, we have been doing so ever since. It's a Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast, and we sometimes bring on people from other podcasts in non-story-based. Well, they're still based in the universe, and they still happen within the universe, but they're not based in the main story. Uh, they're based around a specific group of adventurers called the Royal Jelly Courier Service, which deliver things to people all around Renob, or potentially do odd jobs for them, or get them things from um, dungeons, or, you know, just the things that you might get an adventuring party to do for cash. And here we are, you guys are at the Royal Jelly Courier Service, in the main office, where your boss, Pebbles Tripnich, is usually sitting. She called you here for a job, but she's currently not here in this black and yellow office room. Uh, instead, your characters are awkwardly standing in an empty office with... Actually, Benson, this is a familiar room to you, but you are surrounded by three strangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Uh... Yeah, so why don't you guys go ahead and explain your characters? Usually Petals introduces them, but she doesn't she doesn't seem to be here right now. She, maybe I hope she's not dead. Because I was introduced by name. Okay. I am playing Benson Boom Boom Boulderbreaker, a dwarven <laughs> cleric and explosives expert. He learned to be a cleric after he kept blowing off his fingers. And needed to heal himself. His defining characteristic is that he loves being a dad, so much so that he created several families across the world and is trying desperately to keep them se secret. In, in the... Uh, he... Apparently on his last mission, his entire team was killed, oh, so he's no. excited to meet his new teammates. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, his, not his entire team. Um, yes, his entire team. It's canon. No, I said that it. does not bode well for us. <laughs> no, but the other ones are still alive. Nope. It was terrible. It's only available on our Patreon, though. <laughs> That's not true at all. Don't go there expecting uh, that. I think Chris's character died twice. Hey there, I'm Boom Boom. What's your name? I say to one of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm Aelin Sunspire. Uh, I'm a human cleric of Lathander. She has a background as a soldier, and she became a cleric so she could do better field medicine, but realized eventually that wasn't really for her. So she kind of went into the other, light of other side of Lathander, which involves bringing new life into this world. So she was a, I believe the word I'm looking for is nursemaid for a couple of years. She helped give birth to infants, and really is just a swell gal. That's too cute for this <laughs> podcast. You need to do something horribly unethical, like having several families living around she Red Ops. It's a great It's all nice and all, but you know, I'm up from the North Branch, and I'm Chet Ice Cutter Douglas. <laughs> yeah, Ch Chet Ice Cutter Douglas. Okay. I am a, uh, what am I? I think I am Chet. seven, eight. 
pale Goliath with a very large brush mustache, a hunter's cap, and appears to be wearing a cape with a moose head pauldron. <laughs> this oh, is no. wild because that's exactly I, uh, what Tony looks like in real life. <laughs> I enjoy ice fishing and long walks on the frozen tundra. <laughs> You got a, oh, you got a class there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a wizard by trade. <laughs> you are a very big wizard. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I come from a very big place. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> the great open north of Red Ob, which is canonically <laughs> mostly a desert. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's right on the border of that there Kitlin land, you know. Well, the thing, oh, yes. The thing One about out. our crazy round earth we live on, if you keep going north, eventually you reach the other side. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, just like a coin, right? Yeah. Exactly, just like a coin, nice and the flat. man effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and what was the cleric of Lysander's name one more uh, time? I apologize. Uh, Aelin Sunspire. Aelin Sunspire. Thank you. I did Winston's girlfriend an incredible disservice, which I never want to do again. And I misspelled her name on my notes. And I that friendship is is irrevocably damaged yeah, forever. She did a good job. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always say that on the air. She hates Claire. Oh no. Oh yes, it's a classic. <laughs> Uh, nah, we, we good pals. Uh, who uh, we have one last uh, uh, person to introduce. So hey, the name's Bobby Pedente. <laughs> what? Bobby Pedente? Pedente? Yeah, I'm For a shatter? bard and I make my money lounge singing. <laughs> 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 oh my I went goodness. to school with Aelin. Oh god. We went to school together, but I've got a dark secret that I don't even tell her. Y- yeah, I. <laughs> you seem awfully open about that secret. I'm surprised she hasn't asked yet. <laughs> I've asked him multiple times. He just never seems to want to answer. I vaguely I remember see. him, but I was in the cooler crowd. Uh, so we never really hung out. <laughs> <laughs> I see he likes to project an air of mystery and uh, intrigue. Bobby Pedente was always cool. <laughs> Don't let him tell you he was always cool. That is definitely not the truth. <laughs> oh, he seemed kind of cool to me. <laughs> Ice Cutter Douglas is a good, good judge of coolness. I went to school for a very cold where I'm from, you know. I, I, I went would to imagine. school for a couple of years. I dropped out because I did it my way. (laughs) (laughs) Is this when we find out Kyle is Bobby in disguise? Yeah, is this going to be another uh, bard who makes a lot of song references? (laughs) I'm also a stout halfling. <laughs> okay. Can you spell that last name in chat so I just yeah. <laughs> so I know? Well, let me just say that uh, we have another halfling in the uh, podcast, and uh, uh, I couldn't be more pleased. <laughs> <laughs> you love halflings. So, Chet Icecutter Douglas, Benson Boom Boom Boulderbreaker, Aelin Sunspire, and Bobby Pedente. <laughs> <laughs> where you do like one of the crossover episodes and I heard you specifically say oh yeah I love halflings and I'm like welp (laughs) 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 I think Bobby Perdente can only be a halfling though so I I understand I'm not pleased (laughs) but (laughs) you hear a voice Coming from the empty chair where Petals normally sits to give you her missions. Well, 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 it looks like we're all here then. And the chair turns around. Sitting in the chair is a dwarf. Albino. Without a beard. Shaven completely in a a handsome white suit. Good... Afternoon, everybody. My name is Ratta, and I have the assignment for you today. 
Uh, Aelin's okay. gonna lean over to Bobby Perdente and say, uh, th- that man needs just a little bit more of Lathander's light. I don't like the looks of him. Me, Bobby Perdente. <laughs> <laughs> See, your boss is a little tied up at the moment, and from behind the chair comes a gnome. Completely bald as well, sends a Hulk Hogan-like mustache, oh, yeah. uh, and he puts up a projector screen, and on the projector screen is a picture, boom boom, you might be the only one to recognize her at this point, but it's your boss, Petals Tripnich, dangling over a massive pot of molten lava. Uh, she looks oh, pretty no, big like paycheck. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, that's our boss. You don't know who you work for? She looks uh, like the devil. <laughs> uh, you d- you don't know who you work- Okay, well this- I'm new? Whole forcing you to do thing doesn't really- <clears throat> Anyway, I'm going to be paying you. So rest assured you will still get your paycheck. This is just some extra incentive should you act- Not want to follow my orders. Midas, switch to the next slide, please! And the gnome's like, Yeah, boss, sure! And the slide switches, and on the slide in front of you, as the lights dim, there is a gear, a symbol of a gear, with three B's in the center of it. I represent- (laughs) Like the letter B, or- (laughs) The the lowercase B. Okay. Like, Like with wings and a stinger? No. <laughs> yeah, that's my, no. That was my question. <laughs> no, I understand the confusion, but no, this is just a letter. I represent an organization that works hard to keep the capitalistic balance of Renob in line. Understand that there's a lot of moving parts here, but you see, one of our. Looks like own, there's only three. <laughs> I count only one gear. <laughs> Are we counting the gear and the bees, or just the, the gear? I think he was using a metaphor. metaphor. You dingus. Oh. <laughs> Please. Are we counting the bees as a hive? <laughs> really, there's multiple ways of looking at this. How do it's, we turn the gear? It's not one of those eye puzzles. Oh. This is the symbol for my organization. It's a bee puzzle. Oh. <laughs> there's bees on it. Oh, my. Bobby <laughs> Pedente was oh, never guys, good at quizzes. <laughs> This is their organization. It's called Bububu. Wait, aren't those Benson Boom Boom Boulder Breakers initials? Whatever you want to call it, that's fine. You can call us the Triple Bs. We represent most of the money in Renob as of right now, and we like to keep our gears turning, but one of our own has recently become the biggest player and is now pushing against our agenda. We don't like that. So here is your job. You are to infiltrate them and get a copy of their employee handbook. That's it. And the Badder Business Bureau shall reward you. <laughs> um, what are our rewards specifically? Money. Oh. <laughs> Bobby Prudente enjoys money. <laughs> but, but, but is it what you're asking us to do illegal? I mean, we could just get a part-time job and, you know, get there. Their handbook. I could finally use See, my culinary is... degree. <laughs> <laughs> my hospitality degree. See, initially that was my thought as well, but there is only one copy of the employee handbook, and that copy is currently in the CEO's office. So you must get it from them. Mm-hmm. And yes, you might say it's illegal, but so is a lot of things that you do, such as poaching a rare indigenous species to a forest that was just harmlessly killing a bunch of people in its territory. I wasn't there for that. Or going to hell without a permit? Oh. Or how about how many families you currently have, Boom Boom? What about them? (laughs) You can only ever claim four dependents on your taxes. Yours counts 46. (laughs) Joke's on you, I don't pay taxes. Uh, He's right, though. Members of the church don't have to pay taxes. Oh my god. Alright. This is getting too truce breakery. (laughs) You assholes! (laughs) 
So, here's the deal. This is JJ Incorporated. Mind this, the next slide! Uh, uh, yes sir! And the slide switches over, and it shows a massive five-story building. The tallest building in all of Renob. <laughs> That's a big building. It's the tallest building in I all of Renob. I think it's the tallest in all of Renob. That's what I... In all of Renob. Bobby Prudente so apologizes. <laughs> he doesn't like to speak over people. <laughs> I-, I could get so close to the sun up there, it'd be great. Oh, I love suns. Yeah. yeah. And daughters. This is why I don't work with adventurers. <laughs> no, I love sons. I mean, <laughs> not that kind there of There are sun two boom ways boom. that you can make your approach. This is by day, or my yes! And the slide switches, and it's nightfall over this very same building, or by night. The daytime, you will have less security. Ah, uh, so you can use your wits instead of your cunning or stealth in order to gain access to the facility. By day... There will be people, workers there, doing their duties as office suppliers or paper boys or whatever the heck you do in an office building. Either way, that is up to you. The first floor, we have a floor plan, was scouted by one of our own. Midas! Yeah! It changes to a third. The floor plan is as follows, and I'm going to sort of explain this to you. There's a front entrance. In the back, there's also a back entrance that leads to a mail room. On both sides, there are rows and rows of what are labeled as products. You have a security desk up front, as well as a checkout counter. You can see on the back of this square room, there are two sets of staircases, both of which have a iron gate covering them. This is the first floor. This is where the business happens. Products, services, your security. On the second floor, I don't have a layout for that, but that is where the interior things happen, where the cubicles lay. And then past that, it's up to you. I know for a fact the CEO's office is on the fifth floor, but we do not have any floor plans any farther above, as they have been keeping their cretinous hands on them. Now, here's my plan. We start from the top and work our way down. Yeah, that's a great idea. You could just drop us off there, right? Mr. Uh, I, I forget your name. It's Rata. I am Lord Rata. That's Midas. Midas, say hi. Hello! Oh, does one of you know how to fly? Is that... Yes, of course I know how to fly. Oh, well then, this this should be pretty easy then. Mm-hmm. Except for the anti-air cannons, you buffoon! Why this change the slide? <laughs> Don't you think it'd be easier if you changed the slides? <laughs> <laughs> and it goes to another slide, and <laughs> there are gnomes sitting on top of the roof uh, with two sets of cannons just sitting there. Waiting for something to happen. <laughs> so maybe start from the bottom and work our way up? The good old-fashioned way? now you're way? there, exactly. Oh. So, it depends on how you would like to approach it. Either way, you have approximately 24 hours before I end Petal's Tripnich's middle-life crisis before it began. W- wait, so where are you keeping her? Hmm. Midas, where are we keeping her? Oh, uh, Lord Raider, I believe we're, uh... You didn't tell me that, sir. No, I didn't. Midas is an idiot, and he would easily tell you if I told him. <laughs> no, I'm not going to- Why would I tell you that? Uh, because then we could go there and rescue. I mean, um, uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I think this is my first rodeo there, cowboy. Whatever a cowboy is. Bobby Pudente <laughs> did not, not realize we were riding horses. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well (laughs) It's up to you It's currently here in the fair room So if you wanted to go I suggest you get a move on before time runs out Before the last petal drops If you know what I mean (laughs) She's going to die if you don't hurry Oh Probably would be pretty offensive if he was a minotaur Just saying (laughs) 
Bobby Pretente has many Minotaur friends. <laughs> Bobby Pretente takes personal offense to that remark. My third wife has horns. <laughs> oh, man. That's the job in front of you, boys. Do, do we want to start walking there and talking as we go? That way we're not late and Petals doesn't die? I mean, I, I don't know the woman, but I, I definitely don't want her to die. This sounds like a good plan. I agree. Me, Bobby Perdente. <laughs> oh, God. Well, good luck to you all. If you need anything, just don't ask me. Bring back the handbook here before 24 hours is up. And I believe that's noon tomorrow. All right, best of luck. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bobby Pedente. See ya. I Bobby Pedente will miss you. <laughs> I don't think we Minus will. Minus is like, I believe that was Bobby Pedente in front of you, ladies and gentlemen. Let's all give him a big round of applause. I did Wait, it. No. And then he leaves along with this way. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So that's the job in front of you, boys. So you either can do it one of two ways. The first way is Ocean's Eleven. The second way is Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I have no <laughs> ability to see in the dark. I'm too too used to basking in Lathander's light. So I'd really prefer the daytime. <laughs> That's fair. You know, I'll be honest. You may think because I'm a wizard, I'm going to be like doing all this, you know, hocus pocus, you know, <laughs> peeking here, peeking there. I'm really much better at just clubbing things to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't know if we want to club any workers to death. I mean... You're right. We do the mission, then we go yes clubbing. Yes no. <laughs> we'll make yeah, him we sleep go with the <laughs> Hey, that's a crime up where I'm from. <laughs> that's where all the seals from Wadap went. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the seals. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, so uh, your plan is to infiltrate them at the daytime, then? Oh, yeah. I think that was yeah. two votes? I believe two votes. we've been three. mostly silent on it. Three votes. Three votes at daytime? Boom Boom Potato loves the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you probably do your best work at the night, considering how many families you have, Benson. <laughs> 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 hey, raising a family is a full-time job, night or day. Uh, it's does, on or off. Does Benson just tell all his co-workers? He, he must have a wallet full of pictures of all his families that he just shows up. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, Hughes in Full Metal Alchemist. He opens his wallet and it's like 80 photos attached together fall out. <laughs> oh god, it touches the floor because he's a short dwarf. Bobby Perdente gets what Aelin's saying. Aelin's talking about fucking. <laughs> Bobby Perdente, what are we talking about? Bobby Perdente Bobby Perdente just says what's on everyone's mind. <laughs> Bobby Perdente, you say your own name too much. No, it's his branding, I love it. <laughs> Oh, after this, all the fans are going to be clamoring for Bobby Pedenka mugs. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a huge copyright battle. This oh, mug no. is branded by me, Bobby Pedenka. <laughs> <laughs> you had your way there. You go towards the... How far is it? Like It's not too far. It's about an hour's ride by carriage. So you make the trip fairly comfortably. Nothing happens en route. And you get to the front of the building. This is Jaja Industries where the eccentric Lord Raider told you to go check out and get their copy of their employee handbook. The Industries has the big Jaja logo on the top of it. Looks to be some sort of cartoon rabbit. This is a name that's fairly popular and well-known throughout Renab. If any of you have gotten any sort of news ever, or potentially you have been in the news, you would know the name. They are the primary media conglomerate of uh, Renab, as well as one of the most, uh, one of the biggest inventors of quality of life products within the the country. They're really popular for their carrier pigeon sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but before we get in there, I, I I'd like to give you guys a hand, if if you wouldn't mind. Uh, I have a wife. Uh, everybody, get in a circle. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hold hands, please. Oh, no. Sure. Last time I was told to get in a circle, it didn't end too good, but okay. Uh, uh, I don't know what that I... implies. I want that uh, flashback episode. The, um, <laughs> uh, does everybody kind of like do a little circle? Yeah, yeah. I get in the circle. Um, uh, Aelin's, Aelin's going to cast the second level spell Aid. So everybody gets plus five HP and five more hit points onto their maximum. So mm. whatever your maximum is now, go ahead and add five. Wow! Oh, hell yeah. Now we can correct some skulls. So that's not temporary uh, HP. That's just like straight up increasing my max for like a day, right? Uh, yeah, for eight hours. And it's not concentration, which is nice. Okay, nice. I think after that, I'll also pop a mage armor on myself as well. So we're just like, there's no way we're talking our way through this. That's what I'm getting here. <laughs> uh, that, well, I, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, Bobby Perdente does have a way with people somehow, um, but you never know. Hey, a man's got to eat. Bobby Perdente <laughs> is very charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is wonderful. So, How long does that last for? Uh, aid? Forever! <laughs> uh, it'll last for eight hours. Eight hours? Good. Are we at the tower yet? Oh, uh, yes. So, uh, before you guys entered into the building, and this building, you're not the only people here. You're not even, strangely enough, the only people huddling around in a circle. Uh, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> so you enter into the building, and you hear as the door opens magically by itself... Welcome to JJ Industries. And inside is a technological marvel. You see plumbing. You see watches or timepieces. And you see... It's basically, if you like things and stuff, this is like Willy Wonka for you. To your left as you enter, there's a security checkpoint. Uh, and a security guard watches you nervously. Next to him, floating right above him, is a small circular orb-like object, which is an, uh, it's got like a large eyeball in it. It also watches you cautiously as you enter as well. But he doesn't say anything, despite the fact that you, some of you at the very least, are clearly armed with at least clubs. And... Oh, I don't have a club. <laughs> <laughs> You enter into the room itself, and you see that there is a small tour group moving along, uh, checking out the various sundries that JJ Industries applies. Do, do you guys want to tuck in with that tour group? Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm a dad, so I love all this shit. <laughs> like, like appliances and plumbing, give me some of that. <laughs> hmm. Bobby so, Prudente yeah. is fond of things, <laughs> not so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, indoor plumbing is is becoming more popular. It's still not seen massive marketability, as there's still people clinging to their uh, piss buckets. But <laughs> you know, yes, they do. Red off, is it red like, off like takes the time. computer? Is it like computers in the 80s where they're like, only the richest kings and the most <laughs> richest nations will own these? Yes, exactly. And everyone else will be clutching your piss buckets. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you guys slide into the, uh, the tour group mid-tour, and the young female human with a sort of plastic-like chipper face and her hair put up in pigtails is showing off the recent innovations of Jaja Industries. Uh, and she, you, you, the eye thing that you noticed before, the eye thing that was sitting to the left of the security guard is currently what's on display. And she's like, this is the Iobort. And she touches it and it begins to float alongside her. Sort of chipperly. This is the extra security that your house needs. If an intruder comes in at the dead of night, the Iobort makes a loud screeching sound like as follows. Iobort, if you'd please. And it looks at the girl, and it looks at you with its one eyeball. It goes, Woo! 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 Thank you. 
if, for whatever reason, it is destroyed, the Iobor will explode into a large banging sound that could be heard up to 200 feet away. And she takes out a needle, and she pokes it, and it goes... And it hurts your ears. Oh. Is there a way to turn it off once it started sirening like that? Only the person who turned it on can turn it off. Observe. And she touches it, and it starts floating around, and then she touches it once more, and it falls into her hand. And she places it back on the shelf. Only for 200 gold pieces. Moving forward, and she moves on to the next display, two timepieces. She pulls one off the rack. This is the Abacus Watch. The <laughs> smartest invention known to man. With this, you can do math on your wrist. Do I need say more? Bobby yeah, Prudente likes meth. The <laughs> has passed out in shock. <laughs> uh, I, I actually used to own a calculator watch. Fun story. <laughs> yeah, you might say that was uh, episode one of Good Comedy Boys. That story mm -hmm. was in. <laughs> <laughs> you guys move forward, and uh, she shows up another timepiece. It is a small piece of leather with an entire apple attached to this. <laughs> attached to it. This is the apple timepiece. One of our best sellers, <laughs> despite it not having a whole lot of purpose, observe! And she takes a bite out of the apple on the timepiece, and she said, It's currently 12.30. See? Wasn't that great? Uh, <laughs> Bobby Perdente wants 10. <laughs> Before Bobby Perdente is able to say that, the crowd, the tour crowd you're currently moving with grabs all of them. <laughs> oh, come on, guys! <laughs> Could have made a line. You, Bobby Perdente will wait for the success. <laughs> 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 and she proceeds to continue forward, and she shows off some of their inventions about indoor plumbing, uh, and goes to a portrait of seven people. Of seven folks standing next to each other, all with their hands on their shoulders. These are the founders of Yaya Industries. These are the main deciders of everything that happens within the company. Unfortunately, while their memory lives on, they have all passed away. But we continue to strive forward to push our company ever towards the stars, just like they wanted. From left to right, these... Uh, standing in front of you, they are Theo, Joe, Emmy, Michael, Theo again, and <laughs> Stan. Two, two of them were named Theo. Yeah, there was two Theos. Oh, I'm I'm great with that. <laughs> I missed two of their names. Just a moment here. Emilio <laughs> and Dylan. There we go. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Aylin's so, gonna like raise her hand. And look to the tour guide lady and be like, uh, so, so which one of the founders was your favorite? <laughs> and she looks at you, she goes, ha ha, I don't have a favorite. Ha ha, okay, moving on. <laughs> Can I roll an insight check on that one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 10 because I rolled a 3. Um, it's kind of hard to tell, but from you, she obviously seems like a Theo fan. Oh, okay. Which Theo? Wow. Okay, I guess that's the problem. <laughs> I can't tell which Theo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Betty and Veronica for the modern age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the staircases to the left and right as you pass by this portrait, you can see that they are covered by heavy steel bars. Um, there is an entrance that requires a key to enter, but you don't see anyone leaving as of right now, or entering, for that matter. And obviously, the only way to progress is up. Hmm. Um, do you do any tours to the upper floors? Uh, and she, uh, the, the tour is more or less dispersed, but she's still answering some questions, and she's like, Oh no, that's where the business happens, and all your business belongs here. Ding. <laughs> well, you see, I'm an inventor, and I have something that will blow the the big suits upstairs' minds. 
I can't oh, well. tell you because there are spies everywhere. But <laughs> it, it will make your company a million gold. That's <laughs> the shittiest shark tank. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, roll a deception check, Benson. What, what if I'm being honest? <laughs> I can't. Is that honesty? Then a persuasion, uh, right? <laughs> give me, give me like five minutes, and I can come up with something because I have a minus one deception. <laughs> I got. Uh, I'll uh, give you thirty seconds. I also have rustic hospitality that says Pots people that like you can me. Play with. That Just is not that the actual there. description of that. No, it, well, it's what's written on my sheet. That's what I wrote there, but it's not. well, then you should know. <laughs> So, then, uh, whatever the real thing is, remember that when I say I got an 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's got a great idea. A pasta you can play with. You say pasta you can play with? I did, yes. <laughs> That's Jesus. it. It's fun. Adults love to eat pasta. Kids love to play. <laughs> We're covering all parts of the market. And then kids who grow up playing with the pasta, <laughs> suddenly they're eating it. It has a nostalgic value. <laughs> I cast... I, Clark, I cast Create Food and Water. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> so the floor is covered with pasta. I'm, uh, I am burst... Can Aelin do I'm a performance? I'm bursting forth with my, from my hands uh, my third level spell, <laughs> Create Food and Water. <laughs> Let me look up what this does. <laughs> I, I crave 45 pounds of food, so that'll be pasta. Oh, God. And then 30 gallons of water. And if it's okay, I'll make it red red colored water so it looks like marinara sauce. There's spaghetti everywhere. Bobby Perdente starts rolling in the pasta. <laughs> and I shoot it everywhere. Bobby loves playing in the pasta. Look, <laughs> show him, Bobby. <laughs> this is the sound of Bobby Perdente playing. Do a performance. Well, check. Hey, you're having a great time down there. You're playing with that pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> Well the, the board's always looking for new ideas I suppose we could Bring you to a m- meeting Um I su- Of course Just a moment let me bring one of our R&D guys down here uh, Roughly a minute passes by And you see a little gnome uh, With glasses And a very depressed look on his face come downstairs, and he's like, Are you kidding me? I've been trying to perfect plague pasta for years, and he does it with a snap of his fingers? Inconceivable! Okay, Rodney, are you gonna... Yeah, I'll take him to the board. Come on! (laughs) Uh, So, you guys... Rodney's got a key, and he gets you up to the second floor. Just as we planned. And you follow Rodney. (laughs) Rodney uh, brings you up to the second floor, and from here, the color palette, which is downstairs, goes very dull very quickly. It's, It's sort of dreary and depressing on floor two. As soon as you enter directly in front of you through a set of double doors, there is rows and rows of cubicles. From your left and right, you can see hallways spanning the entire distance, and it's just kind of sad. Oh no. <laughs> Just a sad area. And Rodney with his little coat leads you forward towards a meeting room called meeting room number three. And inside you see a large screen. A large mirror, I would say, more so. And Rodney brings you in front of the mirror, Benson, uh, with your compatriot staying behind you. Alright, well, show the board what you got. And from the mirror, seven figures appear, all cloaked in darkness, wearing purple hoods. Okay. I thought they were dead? I thought they were dead? Yeah, the seven guys, I thought they were dead. Isn't that what the lady downstairs said? Who are these guys? Bobby Perdente <laughs> wishes they were dead. <laughs> um, well, if anyone has, like, Distractions and stuff. Um, while I make this pasta again, I I, I <laughs> um I can cast. I don't know if calm emotion. How much? Work how, here. Do we have to get up uh, from 
we're on the second floor now. Is our the our end goal the fifth floor? Yes. Yes. You said that guy had a key, right? Yeah, he had a key to get him up to the second floor. Mm. Like to get us to this floor. Wait, he might not be able to get us to the fifth floor. Hmm. Just to the third floor. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Did we have to come upstairs, or was there like? Yep, there was okay, a single fellas. staircase. Okay. Now, before I start this presentation, uh, I, I guess I'm sorry. My nerves. I'm going to throw up in the bathroom. I'll be right back with a business opportunity. You won't want to miss. We should go help oh. him. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, I'm trained as a medical doctor, maybe. I definitely am. Bobby Prudente can sing his stomach well. I wander into the hallway. Oh, God. We all have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I guess uh, that makes sense. I'll follow you there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, excellent. Rodney, um, I'm very sorry for wasting the board's time. We will be right back as soon as his <sighs> tummy feels better. Okay. Uh, and Rodney chases after you guys. Do you want to know where the bathroom it. is? or? Uh, yes, please. Yeah, where's the bathroom? He's going to throw oh, up. Please. Uh, roll me a bluff check or deception check, Benson, because that's oh, another deception. No. What if I'm making myself throw up so it's not a lie? <laughs> roll me a saving throw because this also okay. does have something. You know what? It's I'm way better some- than that. I shove my whole fist in my mouth. Why? Because I'm better at constitution saving throws than I am deception. Either way, I got a seven. He's got to get that uvula. <laughs> you failed. Do You're I die? <laughs> Take one point of puke damage. <laughs> Do I die? <laughs> Take one point of exhaustion as you start puking. <laughs> um, we told you he needed to go um, to the bathroom. <laughs> and I throw up all the pasta I ate off the floor on the first floor. <laughs> we should get this guy in the bathroom so we can get his key. Yeah, can can you take us to the bathroom, please, so we can clean him up? He's really not doing well, and, like, Aelin kind of, like, goes over and, like, tries to help Benson up a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. We also might need a mop. Janitor, someone get Dave in here. Clean this shit up. Uh, we what, we can clean it. Where the fuck is Dave? And uh, Rodney starts looking. He like he looks back. He was like, uh, the, "The bathroom's back there." Can you come with us? Uh, he, he points south to where you're currently standing. Please bring the man. <laughs> he brings me comfort. <laughs> He's got to keep puking in the bathroom. You better send the janitor in there. Too. Bobby Prudente is coming. You, <laughs> Bobby Lee, keep it to yourself, man. <laughs> It's all the pasta. Right to the restroom. Yeah. You go uh, to the bathroom. Is the guy following us? Was, I missed that. Uh, I, I told him to send the janitor in because you were probably going to keep puking in the bathroom. And then we could just jump the janitor. Yeah, when I say we jump whatever employee comes in to help. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, eventually someone's got to use the bathroom and his clothes will probably fit one of us. The janitor will have lots someone, of keys. You hear, you hear Rodney outside's like, Someone, where is Dave? Bring Dave here! Um, but Dave doesn't seem to enter the bathroom, so you wait a little bit, and the first person to enter the bathroom is Rodney. Well, guys, I couldn't find Dave. Are you okay? Uh, I think he gave it to me. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little oh, sick, God. too. <laughs> we need more puking sounds on this podcast, please. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh my gosh, it's like having four bobbies. It's Can great. I roll a medicine um, check to pretend to I throw up? I cast whole person. Uh, that was a 15 on throwing up. Are these con saves? Oh god. <laughs> uh, Are you attempting to puke as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I did a medicine check. Why are we all attempting to puke? <laughs> so, the best roll in the game. So we would come rub our backs so we can, like, <laughs> get him to get close. I don't know. <laughs> well, he is pretty close right now. I don't know what else you want. Clark, I cast hold person. I rolled a 20 on uh, my constitution. Okay, I'll roll against it. Wisdom save. Charisma save through. <laughs> How charismatic are you when you're vomiting everywhere? 
<laughs> he got a 12. He fails. He is paralyzed ah. and under my control. But uh, he's he's held. He's, he's not a puppet. Can, can, yeah. can he yell? I hope he can't yell. <laughs> oh, we should have waited till he started puking after seeing us puke. <laughs> oh, what is happening? What are you doing this for? He's held. What are you doing? Hey, uh, clubber. Time to go clubbing. Chat, club him. <laughs> so, oh, wait, 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 wait. I, don't, okay. I, I don't know if we have to do that. I, I, please don't hit him. It's too late. <laughs> uh, Aelin is going to cast Calm Emotion on Bobby Perdente. I mean, not on Bobby Perdente. On um, the, the, the guy we have locked up. Um, Rodney. Bobby Perdente is always calm. <laughs> um, so, he's going to need to make a charisma saving throw. Bobby Perdente hasn't broken a sweat. <laughs> Chet is cracking his knuckles in Charisma. anticipation. Oh no! Oh no! It makes Rodney. sense to have a whiz saving throw in the bathroom. That's an eleven. Uh, yeah. Oh god, damn you! Th- that <laughs> does not make it. Uh, so, um, he becomes indifferent about us because I was considering him going to be freaked out, hostile towards us. So he just becomes indifferent towards us and just kind of chills out a little bit. Uh. Unless yeah, he is, is attacked fine. or harmed, I don't think old this person harms him. <laughs> Nasty vomit fills bathroom. It's <laughs> okay. As ice cutter, as ice cutters, just like holding a club above his head. Can, can, this is his will be the boss of this. To be fair, I don't actually have a club. Oh come on! You do now. Don't lie to me. I have a dagger. Don't lie to your DM. I don't have just a club. Club him with your dagger. <laughs> can we maybe just have your keys? Can you get to the third floor? Yeah. You could take them. Okay. I don't care. I'm incredibly indifferent and or paralyzed <laughs> at this moment, so what can I do to stop you? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that either, am I right? <laughs> uh, so Aelin's gonna go over and just take his keys off of him? Yeah, right. And then she's gonna toss them... Uh, watch me stop you, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and, and and she's gonna toss him to Benson because he seems to be the most senior member of this group. Uh, hey there, Aelin. Uh, how long does that there spell you know last for? Uh, calm emotion. Yeah, that one. Um, I think it will last um up to a minute. Three, two, one, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe you can knock him out now, but maybe just don't kill him. Oh, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I summon a spectral. <laughs> too late. He's dead. Shadow club. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna club him now. Okay, you okay with that, there, Ronnie? I'm gonna club you. That sounds just. I club him. That sounds just. <laughs> Roll me an attack throw. Let me see what happens against paralyzed people. I think I get like you get advantage. It's definitely I think. super advantage at this point. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, incapacitated, which means. Can't take actions or reactions. Automatically fails strength and deck saves. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit. Now that's <laughs> oh, that's something. That's what you want. <laughs> uh, uh, advantage. That will be a 24. <laughs> Does that hit Clark? Yeah. So that'll be a critical hit with my Shadow Club. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be a lot. Prepare yourself. It's non-lethal damage, right? Poor Rodney. You <laughs> see, double the dice. Rodney had it coming, though. All Did he it? wanted to do was invent playing pasta. He had that taken away from him, and then he was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, ne- the next NPCs. episode will be his son hunting us for revenge. It'll be 28 <laughs> psychic damage. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that- Just wait, does this not liquefy his brains? I mean, can this be non-lethal? Well, it's a weapon attack. It just happens to do psychic damage. <laughs> okay. He's so brain dead, down. but alive. Uh, he's bleeding from the ears, so it's kind of hard to tell if he's not dead. <laughs> I, I feel like you could probably do non-lethal damage with can, this. Can, can I do a like- medicine check to stabilize him? 
His last words were, Playing pasta was stupid. Uh, <gasps> he deserves to die. <laughs> yeah, you could easily. Uh, he's he's not. He's just unconscious. He's not dead. He's okay. Okay. Um, man, Aelin, uh, this reminds me of that one adventure we won on. You know the one. I don't ever remember clubbing a club man a in, the in the bathroom. <laughs> um, something like that. <laughs> Let's search this guy. Uh, that one adventure. The non-specific one. <laughs> which one? Yeah, so, uh, he had his keys on him, which you just took. Uh, he also has a few patent patents that he's working on. Most of it is garbage nonsense, but you can tell the first one he's working on is a pair of pants that when you put it on, it, it runs a hard check under credit. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not going super well for Rodney. This poor man, um... Do do we want to, like, prop him up in a bathroom stall so it looks like he's just taking a long shit? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Legion of Renob guest episode starring the Good Comedy Boys. We still have a lot of episode left to cover, but we are going to be doing so next week. Will we ever learn what happened to the janitor Dave? Will Benson ever truly find a family he's satisfied with? Pro probably not. Will they get the handbook in time? Find out next week on the Legion of Renob. Good night. I'm sorry I didn't have all the names, but now I do. In editing, it'll be so really coherent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the secret to a uh, success good comedy boys is uh, cutting out every time you stutter and sounding like <laughs> you're some sort of mad genius who has tons oh, of no. coherent storylines and not <laughs> people and not, and not people punching children aboard boats that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I really want to hear that episode. If I'm being honest with you. Oh gosh, that made the final cut. Oh, it was so cut. <laughs> no, well, I didn't know our mentioning it made it to an actual episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. I did mention it. I'm not against <laughs> telling people. Times. Yeah, I'm not. It Chris was, mentions it, it several good. times. Every time I tell well, him. Yeah, I thought you would cut that. <laughs> not <laughs> every time gets cut. Um, well, you're not missing anything, Matt. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like offensive. It was just boring. It was us arguing for 20 minutes. Inner party arguing. <laughs> yes, a lot of arguing. <laughs> Um, and a, not a lot of action. <laughs> it was very unentertaining. Just give uh, us that so, fucking boat. <laughs> fucking boat.